Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the show. And I am in Washington, D.C., getting ready for the American Association of People with Disabilities Gala with our chair, Ted Kennedy, Jr., which, wow, I mean, you can't get better than that. And he is such a wonderful person. And I always call this event the Academy Awards of the Disability Community. Um, And I love it. Go to aap.com, aapd.com, and you can read more about AAPD. And I will be seeing one of my close friends, Yoshiko, Yoshiko Dart, every single show. I send a shout-out to Yoshiko, and every time someone asks me, why do you do that, I explain, to keep the spirit of her late husband, Justin Dart, alive. You know, this is a problem in the disability community. We forget our own history. I mean, we're the only minority group where we forget our own history, and it's just like another person I'm with tonight, my mentor, Tony Quello author of the Americans with Disabilities Act. We need to figure out a way to keep this history going. We really do. Also, I want to thank my lead sponsor, Highmark, Blue Cross Blue Shield, such a great company they are, and AudioEye, another sponsor of this show who has this excellent software for web accessibility development. Now, I also have to send a shout out to Ireland. I feel like I'm doing this on every show, but you know, we have 17 countries that listen to this show and we have a big presence in Ireland. So to everyone in Ireland, thank you and keep spreading the news so we can keep this going. Well, we have one of my favorite people as the guest today. One of my favorite people in the whole world. I mean, the whole world. I love her. And she is the most awesome person, kind, dynamic, intelligent. I could go on forever, uh, but she is just the rock and roll queen and my friend and the CEO of the USBLN, the United States Business Leadership Network. Welcome to the show, Jill Houghton. Thank you, Joyce Bender, and uh, you're a you're a rock star and a, a mentor and a friend, and just thank you for this opportunity. Oh, it is my pleasure, Jill, and thank you for taking time with your busy schedule to be with us. But I want to talk first about you for everyone, everywhere in the world listening. Um, how did you first start working with the USBLN, and um, I assume that you had a personal interest in working with people with disabilities. So let's start with the USBLN. How, how did you first get involved? Well, talking about keeping the history alive, when you talked about Tony Coelho and the fact that he was the author of the ADA, he was also the founder of, of our movement and of our, of our organization, the U.S. Business Leadership Network. And I think he had the foresight to realize that the ADA could, was civil rights for people with disabilities, but that we needed to create the demand in order to create employment. And so it was his idea to bring business to the table and to give birth to this movement, the Business Leadership Network. And I actually got involved in the 90s, and that's how I met you and Mary Brocker and Tony and got started in this movement before we had the national organization, which was uh, the USBLN came later. Uh, we were actually born in 2007, and, uh, and the movement started in the, in the late 90s. Well, when was the USBLN started nationally? When was that? 
nationally, we were formed in 20, uh, 2007, and I officially joined the team in 2008. Yeah, I mean, I thought I misheard you. Like, that is amazing in this short time period how huge this organization has become. I mean, that is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I, wow. That, that's the you only know, word I could think of. Wow. I think it's a testament. It's a te- testament to all of the, the countless people and companies that have been involved in building this thing. And, and I agree, and you're very kind and humble, but I have to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm saying it, not to hurt anyone's feelings, but I'm speaking the truth when I say, Joe Houghton is the person that took this organization into the future, that built this. I mean, it is so large now and you have done a phenomenal job Jill and actually my allegiance to the USBLN is a result of my friendship with Jill and here's the difference with Jill calling me Joyce you know you're a leader in the disability community and we appreciate all you've done and we really want you to be more involved with the beyond I mean this is how she is she reached out to me she reached out to Tony Quello. Um, and it is just every time I go to this, I can't believe how big it has become because I do remember when it was very small. As a matter of fact, I was on the President's Committee on the Employment of People with Disabilities when this first started with like five or six people. So, you know, look what's happened since then. But, Jill, uh, everyone has a reason for working as passionately as you do to... Uh, work for quality of life for people with disabilities, which, of course, is employment. So how is this personal to you? What, you know, what made you become such an advocate? You know, I am a person with a learning disability, and I wanted to go to law school, and I wanted to represent people who couldn't afford representation. And it was right before the passage of the ADA, and when I did really poorly on the LSAT, Um, We had the family convention, and that led me to come to Washington, D.C., and to work for my senator, who was Senator Bob Dole from Kansas. Um, And that experience, coupled with, honestly, one of my first jobs, where I helped a young woman with Down syndrome get a job, and really, I have to tell you, it was her. When I saw what employment meant to her, that it was more than a paycheck, um, and and that uh, you know, as people with disabilities, we 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 want to be equal. We want to be included. And uh, I knew why I existed, and I never looked back. And I've worked in a lot of different capacities, but always focused on um, disability inclusion and employment. Well, you know, Jill, I am working on this book. And uh, every, you know, every so often, which I get time, and you know that, like, that is so often, but I go back to my uh, computer and keep working on it, and it is called the intermission. And the reason it's called the intermission is because, of most of our listeners know, I had a almost fatal accident at a movie theater during the intermission. And I fell uh, and hit my head so far as a result of a seizure that I had life-saving brain surgery. And why I'm bringing this up is here you are. You are also that example. I always say it's how you respond to life after the intermission, being something defining that happened to you or tragic that happened to you, and now you're the example. You're an example. You were going to go to law school. You didn't do well on the test, and what do you do? You say, okay, I'm still going to give back, and, and, and this is what you did. So that is really a great story, and I, so many young people with disabilities have a learning disability, and I always explain to them, this means you learn differently. 
that's what it means, just like Einstein did. You learn differently. Um, but that, that is a great story. And the USBLN, you know, I tell people about it, and they'll say, oh, yeah, I've heard about that. That's really great. That's like a really great conference. You really learn a lot. But, you know, exactly what is it and what is its mission? So maybe you could take a minute and explain that to our listeners. So uh, we are absolutely more than a the, more than a conference. Uh, the USBLN is the place where business comes together around disability inclusion. Uh, you can actually visit our website at usbln.org, and you can learn that we have a wide variety of programs, ranging from uh, the only certification in the world for disability-owned businesses where we're working to help corporate America tap into disability-owned businesses to things like our partnership with the American Association of People with Disabilities and the Disability Equality Index. But every single thing that we do starts with business and is aimed at helping them advance disability inclusion. And how many members are there, Jill? We are 160 members strong. We have nearly 50 affiliates across the U.S., and we represent collectively more than 5,000 businesses. Wow. So now then, if I understand this right, the main reason for being part of this is because these companies are working to find out what more can we do uh, in digital accessibility, employment, uh, supplier diversity, all of these areas. But what more can we do to make our company disability-friendly, which means employ people with disabilities? Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. We're based on the premise that if one business is doing something that's good for business, like they're including talent with disabilities and it's good for their business, then their competitor wants to know what it is and they want to do it better. So we are the place where business comes together and they actually help each other to be more inclusive of people with disabilities in everything that they do. And they do a good job of that. And anyone listening to the show, she's talking about like Microsoft, uh, Highmark, uh, Wells Fargo, uh, the Marriott. She's talking about the largest companies you can think of in the United States are most likely right now getting involved with the USBLN or already are involved. But right now we're going to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, we are talking to Jill Houghton, the CEO of the USBLN, and we'll be right back to talk about it more. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Jill. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Podstars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. 
by Dare to Defy the Odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back everyone. If you just joined us, we're talking to Jill Houghton, the CEO of the U.S. BLN, and what a great organization the U.S. BLN is to so many people. And we were just talking, actually at break, Jill and I were talking, about the DEI, the Disability Equality Index, which is like the most innovative, powerful program going. And uh, Jill, how did that start? How did it come to be? Well, uh, the Disability Equality Index is a joint initiative uh, between the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities. And really it came to be because uh, business was looking for a tool to help them advance disability inclusion and at the same time the grassroots community of people with disabilities was looking for a way to determine what companies are interested in uh, recruiting and advancing talent with disabilities and marketing to customers with disabilities and doing business with people with disabilities. And so it was a really a perfect partnership for the USBLN and AAPD to join forces create an advisory council, and give birth to a tool that is really hashtag more than a score, but it's there to help leading corporations to self-report their disability policies and practices. And am I right that you got a lot of help on this from HRC, is that right? The Human Rights Campaign has been a phenomenal trusted partner from the beginning because they have done so much to move the needle with LGBT equality. And so they've taken us under their wing, and they've helped us every step of the way, and we're very grateful for their support. Uh, We actually gave birth to the Disability Equality Index in 2012, and if we fast forward to where we're at today, uh, we piloted it with 48 companies in 2012, and in 2018, there are over 150 corporations that are participating. So that's a 212% increase in growth. Wow. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And would you say this is going to benefit companies from participating in the DEI? You know, absolutely. This is a tool. It lives in the public domain. So if you go to disabilityequalityindex.org, you can actually download the survey. We're, we value transparency. And currently, it looks at the following five categories, culture and leadership, enterprise-wide access, employment practices, community engagement and support services, and supplier diversity. And essentially, companies answer the questions and receive points in any of these categories by demonstrating that they can affirmatively answer questions, and then they get a a score. Uh, If they score an 80 or above, we publicize them and we 
give them the ability to brand themselves as being a top corporation for disability inclusion. And if they score an 80 or below, no one will know that they took it, but we're there to help them do better. Oh, that is awesome. And, you know, um, this is something that people will see that, you know, you're a disability-friendly company. And I just want to mention about the business impact there. I guarantee you, families of children with disabilities, uh, people where their spouse or partner has a disability, people themselves with disabilities have buying power. And you have a greater uh, tendency or propensity to go to a company that is valuing people with disabilities. And I also want to say, Jill, that I am so very happy that you have included employment because I have been very dismayed when different organizations talk about uh, we're working to make sure this company is disability-friendly and they leave out what I feel is the guts of the whole thing, which is employment. So thank you for making sure that's part of it. Well, like you say, uh, people with disabilities, we don't want pity. We want paychecks. Um, We want to be equal, and we want to be included. And so employment is um, a driving force, right, to economic empowerment um, for everybody. It is. And, you know, you are never free in this country until you have competitive employment. Competitive employment is uh, respect, dignity. And I am very appreciative that the USBLN is working to drive that. And how, how do you get involved in the DEI? I have noticed, Jill, that even companies that are customers of mine are so proud to receive a uh, high score, even though, as you said, this is not like you are uh, chastising someone uh, or, or punishing someone because they didn't get to a certain level, but people that do participate, they're very proud about this. And so how do other companies get involved? So let me just say, I think the companies that do participate should be proud because it's not easy. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, but it's important and it's valuable. Uh, and I would call out that even for the companies that do well, It does not denote that they're perfect because we know that everybody has room to do better. So in terms of how do you get involved, you can go to disabilityequalityindex.org and you can um, contact Becky uh, at usbln.org and you can ask for more information. Currently, the survey tool for 2018 is live meaning that there are companies that are already registered and they're participating and they're actively taking it. Uh, They will be submitting their surveys by April 13th, and we will be announcing the top-scoring companies as well as, you know, probably even equally important, sharing what we've learned uh, in terms of where there are opportunities for companies to do better and we'll be releasing um, that information on July 11th. Uh, at the same time, on July 11th, we'll be opening registration for 2019. Um, so, you know, lots of opportunities. Uh, and listen, just because you can't sign up and take it right now doesn't mean that you can't download the survey right now because it's out there and start working to pull together your cross-functional team across your company and working in, in uh, these areas. Uh, another question I have, what size company do you have to be to participate? So this is really targeted to companies that are uh, Fortune 1000 in scope and or American Law uh, 200 firms. So it's really targeted towards the larger corporations. And at the same time, I would say to you, the information is in the public domain and it is intended to be out there to help people. So we know of companies 
uh, even, you know, state governments that may not necessarily be able to participate formally in the survey, but they're taking the survey and they're taking parts of it that pertain to them and using it as a guide to help them on their journey. Oh, that is awesome. That is just awesome. And once again, one more time, how do you participate in the DEI? DisabilityEqualityIndex.org, or you can contact Becky at USBLN.org. You know, my executive vice president, Mary Brocker, uh, is involved with that advisory committee, and she is telling me all the time uh, the groundswell of support and excitement for this. And just to top that off, Ted Kennedy, Jr., the chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities, who uh, I will be seeing tonight at the gala, is just so passionate about the DEI. Anytime you hear him speak, and I'm going to be having him uh, on my show to talk about this, but anytime you hear him speak, he talks about the DEI. Uh, Jill, can you confirm that? It is a gift to have Ted Kennedy Jr. as the chair of the board of the American Association of People with Disabilities and to have him really as our honorary chair of the Disability Equality Index. Um, he is an, a very passionate, smart leader, and we're really grateful for the opportunity to work with him to advance uh, disability inclusion across corporate America. Yeah, I have been friends with him. I actually met him over like 10 years ago at the uh, AAPD gala. And I and the first thing he said to me was, Joyce, I just want to tell you I'm very impressed with your business model and what you do around employment. And, you know, then we ended up becoming friends. And I want to tell you, every time I think this man is the nephew of President John F. Kennedy and a person with a disability that is out there preaching for us. You're right. We are really blessed to have him. We really are. Um, And as I mentioned before we go to break, passionate about the Disability Equality Index. And with that, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be back to talk more about the U.S. BLN. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawstars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. 
Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're talking to Jill Houghton, the CEO of the USBLN. I just want to mention to you we have a large following on demand. So if you want someone else to hear this show, go to BenderConsult.com or VoiceAmerica.com and you can hear the show. Jill, you know, when you were talking earlier, you mentioned something about the uh, Disability Quality Index, and I want to talk about that. But first, we have a caller, so I have to go to that caller. Tony, are you on the line? I sure am, Joyce. It's great to uh, be on with you and Jill. Uh, As you know, I feel so highly about Jill and what she's done for our community. She took an organization, Business Leadership Network, uh, from an adequate job to an absolutely fantastic job in educating businesses uh, the importance of hiring those of us with disabilities. And the credibility of her effort just continues to grow and grow. Um, She's smart. She's beautiful. All those good things. But the most important thing is is that she's absolutely committed. So, Jill, I love you for what you've done and what you continue to do. It's fabulous. Are you there, Jill? I'm here. Well, I, uh, I love you, Tony, and our organization exists because of you and, and because of your leadership. Um, so... You know, what we're working hard to do is to deliver on your vision. And, um, you know, I hear you talk about creating the demand for employment, and I also hear you talking about uh, really uh, empowering young people uh, to continue moving this agenda forward. And so, you know, I thank you for your leadership um, and the ability to work with you uh, and, you know, we want to deliver on your vision. Thank you, Jill. It's, uh, I appreciate your comment about young people. I, I really strongly believe the way that we can uh, move uh, the involvement and success of our community going forward is making sure that young people realize the path that has been created by you and Joyce and so many others Uh, where if they know about the opportunities, uh, they can participate and take advantage of them. But it takes uh, uh, those of us uh, that are involved to continue to knock down those barriers. A lot of it has to do with stigma. Uh, But how do we knock down those barriers so that these young people can get involved? Um, But they have to fight for it, too, and they are. And I'm very optimistic about what the future brings for our community in regards to employment and other things. But it only works if we acknowledge that stigma does exist. Uh, stigma isn't necessarily a, a uh, something that deliberately is done by people against us. Stigma has a lot to do with lack of involvement, lack of education, lack of understanding uh, in regards to what we can or cannot do and what they've been taught, what people have been taught over the years as to uh, if you are blind and uh, have a cane, that there are a lot of things that you can't do, which is basically not true. There's so many more things that you can do. If you're in a chair, um, people assume certain prejudices in regards to that as opposed to looking for the opportunities that uh, you can bring to the table if you're hired. Uh, it's the same thing with practically every disability that exists. There's a pre-existing lack of appreciation, understanding, which I all call, which I call stigma, um, that we need to uh, try to eliminate as much as possible. It takes time to do it, but you got to keep fighting to do it. And what you're doing with the USBLN is tremendously, tremendously helpful in knocking down those uh, prejudices that have existed over the years. Well, um, thank you, Tony, and uh, we we will 
we will you know, stay at it. And with tools like the Disability Equality Index, um, you know, we're going to keep working to tear down those, those walls of stigma because uh, business can't afford to not include people with disabilities. Well, and, and as you know, Jill, that as uh, employment increases, uh, American businesses need to find a pool of uh, capable, uh, trained people that can do some of this work that is becoming available, and and uh, they need to fill these jobs, and they, all they need to do is to look towards um, our community. Joyce's efforts in placing people with disabilities is, is a, a big part of that, uh, but she has a database of 27,000 people in, in her database of people with disabilities who, who are looking for work. So we have the jobs. We have the capability there. American business has to just understand that we're that reservoir that they need, that they're looking for, and, and to give us a chance to prove that we can fill those needs. Uh, just give us that shot. I always say, if you've heard and Joyce has heard, I always say, if you don't give me the chance to fail, I'll never be able to succeed. And that's true with everybody else. Just do it the same for us. Yes. But and thank you, Joyce, for having oh, wait, me on Tony, today. Tony, thank you. It. But just to show you the power of the USBLN, Tony is former congressman, author of the ADA. I always say I don't know anyone that has had such a close relationship with the last several presidents um, and, like me, lives with epilepsy. And I just want to thank you, Tony, for calling in. No thank problem. you, Tony. Thank you. Love thank you. you. Thank you, Jill. Appreciate it very much. Love both of you. Bye-bye. Well, Jill, it just doesn't get better than that. No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. I mean, to be, to be endorsed by Tony Coelho. I just want to remind everyone listening who that is. If you, he's been on my show several times, but uh, I know people listen throughout the world. He is author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, former congressman, Democratic whip, uh, one of the most powerful business leaders, and uh, he actually uh, has been uh, running presidential campaigns. So uh, for Tony to call in, that's just a big deal. And right before Tony called in, Jill, we were going to talk about uh, what you mentioned earlier, disability-owned business enterprise. And uh, can and can't believe it when you said you're the only one in the world. So could you tell everyone what that is and also how to uh, apply to be a, a disability-owned business enterprise? So first of all, you, Bender Consulting, thank you, Joyce Bender, because you are one of our very first certified disability-owned businesses. And so what do we do? We are the, the global uh, uh, third-party certification for private sector partners. You know, c- companies are looking for that third party that can provide assurance that a company is 51% or more owned, operated, controlled, and managed by a person or persons with disabilities. And essentially, this certification, while it doesn't guarantee uh, business contracts, it provides access to Fortune 500 and a you know, Fortune 1000 corporate decision makers so that you can be included in corporate supply chains just like women, just like minorities, and just like LGBT-owned businesses. So I think it's really important. Uh, something that happened in 2017 that's very significant it's, is that there, and you were with us, is that the billion-dollar roundtable which is this, uh, an entity that corporations clamor to be a part of. And in order to be part of it, you had to demonstrate that you've spent a billion dollars with companies. And it used to be with companies that were owned by women and minorities. But as of 2017, it's women, minorities, LGBT, disability, and veterans. And that is a 
That was a groundbreaking day. Now, we got a lot of work to do because we got to work with corporate America to not only include disability, but to actually begin to measure their spend with our segment. But uh, baby steps. Baby steps, yes. But it is, it is truly an honor, and it is a real certification. I mean, uh, different, just as she said, different companies say, you know what, I want to work specifically with a disability-owned business enterprise, uh, which is so wonderful. And I just hope we see more and more and more um, small businesses become disability-owned business enterprise. As a matter of fact, as one of them, I am their customer, and that would be Caption First, who I know is listening right now, who has been captioning this show, what now, let's see, like 18 years or something, and uh, Pat Graves, the CEO, is a disability-owned business enterprise and a just super great person. But, you know, even we get involved with disability-owned business enterprise. So really a great program. Now, one of your favorite programs, and of course, Tony talked about this for a minute, I know is the Rising Leaders Program. And I want to tell you, I spoke last year to this group, and I was just so impressed and cannot believe how people kept in touch with me after that. But so you know what we mean? We mean young people with disabilities. Um, are they all college graduates, Jill? I'm not sure about that part. Uh, so the Rising Leaders Program, uh, first of all, you, Joyce Bender, <laughs> Uh, when you spoke at the Academy, you were their favorite speaker that they've ever had. Like the, the reviews were like out of this world. Uh, but the Rising Leaders Mentoring Program is a six-month career mentoring program. Uh, it just kicked off on March 1st. We have a class of 350. Uh, they are sophomores, juniors, and seniors, as well as recent graduates uh, in college and um, they are from all over the country, and they are primarily STEM, business, and finance. Okay, everyone. I hope you heard the first word there, STEM. STEM. Do you know how many companies are looking for that? I'm going to tell you how many. There are companies right headquartered in Pittsburgh uh, that go into schools trying to encourage people to go into some STEM field. I know Microsoft also does that. Many companies do that. And here you go. Here's that talent that Tony was talking about. Now, how does that mentorship work? Like, let's say that you're in college and you're a sophomore, Jill. How would that work? So it's a structured six-month um, uh, relationship. Uh, we provide a lot of interactive activities some, uh, there are some face-to-face -face networking opportunities along the way, as, long as, as well as a lot of structured um, teleconferences and activities that individuals do with their mentor. And then it culminates with an academy that occurs at our national conference where these students, um, all expenses paid, are flown into our conference and they actually arrive two days in advance of the majority of our corporate partners so that we can really work with them because in, in many respects for a lot of these students, this is their first really professional conference. And our goal is to, is to have them shine and at the end of the experience, to have them uh, emerge with internship opportunities and or uh, jobs. Um, so uh, there are, uh, you know, students with all different types of disabilities from universities and colleges all across the country. Um, and when, when someone listening right now or maybe someone attending for the first time a company, when do they sign up to be a mentor for 2019? 
they sign up to be a mentor, we will start a call for mentors uh, in the early summer. Uh, and uh, so, you know, look for... This, or, this, or, this in, early summer. Yes, this early okay. summer. We will start working on the next class. Okay. Well, make sure you call me, Jill. You can count on it. Your vendor consulting is always, you know, you're part of the family. You yes, always and I, I feel though this is so important that I personally would like to mentor someone. So if you're listening and you're attending, you know, you all, everyone says they want talent. We have talent. But you got to put something in the game, some skin in the game. And one way you can do this is by mentoring, you know, how better to recruit future talent than getting a relationship when the person is uh, early on. Although I just want to tell you something. Do you know that I have been at this conference where companies have how many, how many uh, offers have they extended, Jill? Well, I mean, Northrop Grumman, <laughs> you know, I think last year they offered, uh, it was like 16 Offers on mm-hmm. the spot? Yeah, I know. You had to, like, rush 100 miles an hour to uh, compete with them. <laughs> so you can imagine that they, their they competition wants to everywhere. show up and hire more. <laughs> yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. Well, one of my favorite conferences is coming up. Actually, my favorite conference is coming up, and that is this July the U.S. BLN Conference in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan. Jill, when is that? Um, and tell us what it does for companies that attend the conference. The conference is July 9th through the 12th. The topic is Next Gen. Uh, it, it, again, it's in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. You can go to usbln.org and click on events to get to the actual agenda and registration information. And you know what? Here's what I hear. What we hear time and time again from our business partners is that when they came to the conference, it changed their life. That they came and, or we hear from other business partners that, that have said, we go to conferences for women, from all these different topics. But when we come to this conference, we come and we always learn something new. Um, this is the place. This is the place to come, whether you're the CEO or you, you're working in a call center. If you're the leader of your business resource group or you're the executive sponsor of your business resource group, or you're an ally, or you're a person with a disability like our board chair, Jenny LaFleury, who's deaf, and she's the chief accessibility officer at Microsoft. This is the place to come, to come and learn from not only uh, big corporations, but certified disability-owned businesses like Bender Consulting. You want to tap into talent? You heard Tony say, Bender Consulting has a database of over 27,000 talented people with disabilities who are looking for employment. The USBLN conference is where it's at. The USBLN, and you know, I'm, something you mentioned, and thank you, Jill, it's something you mentioned uh, about companies saying, wow, this changed me. I can tell you, I had people say that directly to me from other companies. So she's, she's not exaggerating. I had people say to me, you know, I've never been to anything like this before. Uh, it gave me a whole new perspective. I really learned a lot, and I'm so glad that I came. And I'm going to tell you what. People love this conference. They do, and they just can't wait to go. And as a matter of fact, I hate to ask this question, but I will. Can you still go? Yes, you can. Uh, our, we're going to hit probably 1,400 people this year. So, um, you know, get online and get registered and book your hotel room at the Cosmopolitan. Okay, so if you're listening to the show, you're pricing. So why did she ask that question? Can you still register? Because it's been sold out. At, as a matter of fact, 
one year, if I'm right, didn't you have to, like, turn away people one year, Jill? We did, actually, two years in a row. We've had to turn people away, and, it, I, you know, I guess it's a good problem to have, but it's not necessarily a problem that we don't want to turn people away, but, um, you know, uh, it's a packed house. And, and, yeah, uh, I hope you're all hearing that. And she's not talking about 10 people. She's talking about the one year I remember it was a couple hundred people. Imagine that. So if you're listening and you're saying, hey, this sounds great, and it is great, by the way, you need to register now, right now, when you hang up the phone. Where do you go again, Jill, to register? and click on events, click on the annual conference, and there you'll find all the information, the agenda, the hotel, the registration, it's all there. Yeah, and it's at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Um, and that is connected to the Marriott. And if you want to go back to my radio shows, you can hear Jenny Leigh Flurry talk about the USBLN, Apoorva uh, Gandhi talk about the USBLN. You know, now we have Jill, and in a couple weeks, we have Regina Hayward uh, from Wells Fargo, and these are all people on the board of the USBLN. You really need to listen to those. Just as uh, Jill mentioned about Jenny Leigh Fleury, she is absolutely a rock star. I mean, you've got to listen to that show, but it'll keep giving you more information, and you'll see what I mean about how great this conference is. Well, Jill, every time I have you on, like time goes much faster than I thought because I had so many more things I wanted to ask you. Uh, But here is my main question I wanted to ask you. What message do you want to leave for our listeners today? I'd say disability is a competitive advantage. So, you know, get in the game and um, don't ignore us. (laughs) We are your future talent. We are your customers. We are your investors. We are an important uh, part of the fabric of the world. And uh, if you include us, we're a competitive advantage. And that is so true. One more time, USBLN conference in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan is when to win, Jill. July 9th through the 12th, 2018. And you know what? Something Jill said, oh, I love this too. This, this could be a slogan. Uh, we're more than a conference. Oh, that is so true. The USBLN is more than a conference. And with that, Jill, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Joyce. And, and thank you for your leadership and all that you do. You are tireless, passionate, smart, um, and just, you know, uh, the best of the best of the best. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jill. Coming from you, that is a great compliment. And we end every show with a quote. And today, that quote is Tony Coelho, who says, work gives us dignity. This is Joyce Bender America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader in Talk.